Welcome to the Intuitive Therapist Podcast with Janice R. Cohen, therapist, clairvoyant, empath, and medium. Listen in as she takes a no-nonsense deep dive into real human struggles and how to resolve them. Janice will share channeled information from her spirit guide team, as well as the angels and archangels, to help you master your emotional, physical, financial, and spiritual destiny. And now, Janice R. Cohen. Hey y'all, this is Janice Cohen, the Intuitive Therapist here on the Intuitive Therapist Podcast. I'm sure you can remember when you're a little kid being asked by adults, well, what do you want to become when you grow up? What do you want to be? Well, I don't know about you, but I'm in my 50s and I'm still trying to figure that out. What about you? The fact that you're listening today to today's episode means that on some level, you're still wandering and wondering what you want to become as well. Maybe you're trying to figure out some aspect of your life. Maybe you're trying to get clarity. Maybe you're trying to understand a greater concept. And that's why you keep coming back. For whatever reason you do, I am grateful that you do. And I want to ask you again, have you figured out what you want to become when you grow up? And it doesn't mean that if you're still unsure that you're not traveling the right path, not at all. Wherever you are is exactly where you need to be, even if it's in the state of confusion. Because usually in the state of confusion, it means that we're open to options because we're not stuck on something in particular. I remember early on when I was about seven or eight, I had a very clear sense that I wanted to work with kids who were abused. I had no idea why, but at least I felt clear about that. And I remember I was in the pool on a vacation and I was, uh, again, like seven, eight years old. And I was trying to, um, help these two boys, uh, not throw pails of water at each other. That was, that was my early negotiating opportunity. And really for 18 years of my career, I worked with kids and families who struggled in some way and with children who were victims of systems in some way, whether it was their family system or the system, the governmental system, whatever. And it felt seamless to me, natural to work with kids. And I still love to work with kids, but I don't, the little ones. Uh, working with kids helped me to resolve where I was able to help them resolve their challenges. It was actually felt like second nature to me. And sure, yes, I was trained, got a graduate degree, master's degree, but the magic took place in the session when I had no idea what challenges the kids who came to see me were facing at the time. And my only job, and this really is our only job as a, as a therapist uh, was to hold a space for them to truly be themselves and a place where they could share their greatest fears and secrets, where I could somehow get in there and help them see things differently. And anyone who knows me knows that I have a very strong, strong child state and I love to play. I love to be silly. I love to laugh and I love to have fun. And I can access my child state really easily. 
and often. And I'm proud of being able to do that. I never hide that part of me. I need to be silly. It breaks up the the challenges uh, in life for me. And in fact, when I, when I get silly, it gives others permission to be silly too. And I love doing that. And the funny thing is that as adults, we forget to be silly. We literally let that go. We forfeit that. But it doesn't mean we don't long to feel that sense of freedom and lack of inhibition and just true presence. I'm certain that we all feel the need to unburden ourselves from not only our external pressures, but even more so our internal pressures. We are all pressuring ourselves in one way or another, my opinion, to win, succeed, and avoid failure at all costs. Even if intellectually we know that failure is not a bad thing. So yes, I knew early on that I would be a therapist in some capacity. I didn't even know what the name was, but um, I knew I wanted to help and I wanted to work with kids. And I couldn't have predicted how my professional life would ultimately end up, like especially now. My gifts opened up and that completely changed me as a, as a human being. And I could no longer be the Janice from years ago. I stepped into new territory, the unknown, and I had to find my way. On February 26 of this year, I observed the fifth anniversary of my dad's passing. And there are just certain experiences in your life that just change who you are and how you live your life. And his passing was the most quintessential one of my life at this point. So the next day, Monday, I found myself drawn to this purple folder on my desk. And it was my father's legacy story of what he had accomplished and who he was professionally. And as I read it, I found myself looking up at his pictures on my office wall. I could hear his voice as I read the text in his typed out story. And my dad, I felt like he was speaking to me. I felt him with me. And I knew that I was onto something. My dad had a rough life. I mean, a really rough life growing up. An alcoholic father who beat the living crap out of him and his brothers and sister and his mother. They lived in the Depression era. They were homeless, poverty-stricken, and desperate. And when you think about how disadvantaged he and his siblings were, just like many, many people out there, a person could wonder how in the world did he become so successful? Truth is, outside of several special people along the way who saw his light, he was determined to change the course of his life. He knew what he didn't want. His brilliance was noticed at a very young age, his talents, and, and they were fostered by several teachers who took him under, his, under their wing, and then he took it from there at one point. He earned a diplomate in clinical psychology, the highest awarded certification. He wrote three books, traveled around the world consulting with big-name companies, and held, a brow, held down a private practice for the better part of 50 years, ending seeing patients just two weeks before he passed. And to this day, God, I miss listening to his stories and his wisdom and his voice. 
So thinking of all of this got me thinking about today's topic. It's not just who you want to be, but what do you want to be? Right? Let me clarify what I mean. Who you want to become and what you want to become are two different things. Who you want to become comes with a title, author, doctor, lawyer, advertising exec, therapist. What you want to become leans into what you value. For me, what I want to become comes down to what matters to me. Yep, my ego screams to become famous. I'll be honest, a multimillionaire where I have women all around the world just eat up all my content, buy my books, invest in my programs, and attend my speaking engagements. Of course I want that. And it will happen. But that's, it, you know, what you want to become isn't about the ego. It's not about any of that that I just mentioned. The what is about what you value. I value confidentiality, creating a safe space for my clients and friends. I value being on time. In fact, I'm often early. I value kindness, silliness, showing love, comfort, trust, compassion, and self-respect, among other things. And what I want to become has everything to do with how I want to be remembered as a human being rather than being remembered for the job I did or what I accomplished. And while I might, it might feel a bit odd to do this exercise, I am going to encourage you to do something. And it's been a real eye-opener for me and has kept me centered on why I'm here and has me very intentional about how I live my day. I want you to write your obituary the one you want to be read on the day of your funeral. And I want you to really think about what you want people to really get from having known you. What legacy do you want to leave? What stamp or mark on the world do you want to leave? How has their life been enriched by you? How do you contribute to the greater good? What lessons do you, did you learn? How did you grow? How did you help others because of all of that? What were your qualities and characteristics that were most pronounced? What are the things that people will say, quote, she or he always did or said this? Sure, we all want to have success in areas we don't feel successful, but that's ego talking. Success is all ego. I want to hear what your heart has to say. I want to hear what your soul wants to share. For what do you want to be remembered? What did you stand for? What did you believe in? What did you actually do to change the world? What did you learn? What do you now know? What wisdom can you pass on to others? The who matters, who you want to become, yes it does. But the what is essential to how well you lived your life. The what matters too. So I ask you, on the last day of your life, for what do you want to be remembered? I wish you a blessed day, a wonderful week, 
And as always, live intuitively. Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Therapist. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend. And be sure to give us some stars and a favorable review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in.